Coming to you in hypersonic ultra-maximum high definition from the depths of the interwebs and straight into your ear holes, it's the Cinema Geekly Podcast. Featuring all of the people's names I wasn't paid enough to say in this intro. another episode of the Cinema Geekly Podcast, 149 episodes down. Uh, who knows how many to go, uh, but we're one away from 150. I'm guessing we're not going to be doing that one until December, Mr. Glenn Bove. Like, there's this, and then there's there's Fantastic Beasts, and then there's Rogue One. So, I mean, yeah, for you meatheads, but there's <laughs> plenty of other ones I want to see. I don't know, Glenn, those, those films with... Acting and singing in them. And musical numbers like La La Land. I was going to say, I think you've only described one movie so far. <laughs> yeah. are, there, are there any sky beams in those? Or... There could be. I mean, they I don't do know. dance in the sky because they're at the planetarium. <laughs> any one-dimensional villains who will disappear in one film and never be seen again? Anything like that in those movies? Yeah, J.K. Simmons. <laughs> yeah, he he's an, ang- Christmas and he he's knows an angry Christmas. jazz guy. Uh, anyway, yeah, this is uh, episode 149 of the Cinema Geekly Podcast. Before we get going, we've already kind of got going, but before we get going in earnest, uh, head on over to cinemageekly.com and check out all of the many, 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 many podcasts and their many, many podcast feeds, uh, all located in one handy-dandy place. And, of course, all of the shows available on Google Play, Music, and iTunes. Just search for them by name. And hit subscribe. That includes this podcast as well. And it includes the following has been approved slash we approve it. Jacqueline and Jillian are here this week as well. Hello. How are you guys doing? Doing well. Thanks for letting us come on. Hey there. Fantastic beasts and where to find them is the talk of today. So it's myself, Aaron, Glenn, Jacqueline, and Jillian. And I think we're all fairly big Harry Potter. Like this is the whole group that did the horribly flawed and incredibly decisive episode where we determined the yes. best Harry Potter film of all time. Yes, and we're uh, still upset that you didn't go with our movie, but that's okay. <laughs> that's right, we're lucky to still have you aboard on, on the <laughs> Cinema Geekly team. Um, that did not permanently break the bonds. Uh, but we're here to talk about the prequel film, I guess. It's uh, mm. not just a... I mean, it is. It's, it is in that it takes place before the Harry Potter movies, but it doesn't... And maybe by the time it's over, it's going to directly tie into everything. Everything ties into Harry Potter. Yes. Yeah. Eventually, <laughs> eventually, all roads are going to lead there. Um, I mean, that's what Warner Brothers wants, probably at this point. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, we'll we've be got back a, at Hogwarts before the end. Right. We've got oh, to yeah. pave. Well, yeah, sure, we've got to pave our way to to the Cursed Child film adaptation, which uh, I'm sure will be coming at some point. Oh man, yeah, probably. It's going to happen. Uh, but yeah, oh, no, so- I was just mean as a studio in general. Like they'll bring DC Comics into the fold, the Mad oh, yeah. Max Universal fold into it as well. Well, Flash was already in this movie, so Ezra Miller. That's right. He's not he, our okay. Flash. I know he's not the Flash. Yeah. <laughs> hashtag, I didn't say, wait, I think uh, it's the TV hashtag Flash. Not oh, Flash. That's right. Hashtag not our Flash. Okay, sorry. <laughs> hashtag our, he was still great in this. He he was he was he was good even with that incredibly disturbing haircut. Oof, uh, unfortunate. He acted uh, through it. He did. He and he had to for sure. <laughs> there, there are some actors who can act through prosthetics. This man had to act through a haircut. Uh, this is like a Three Stooges level uh, haircut that he had to, to cut his way like. through. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he looked like um, Mo. Mo. That's uh. right. Uh, uh, so this is this is weird though, because Aaron might be one of the the bigger Harry Potter fans in the whole in the whole group of Cinema Geekly. Uh, collaborators, and you, sir, have not yet seen this movie, correct? Yeah, that's true. I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of hoping that you're Th- just. There's gonna... no real need to, to break my balls to go out and see it. I mean, it's a prequel. There's nothing that could happen in this that could alter what I already know about the Harry Potter universe. So that is no true. real rush. That is that is true. Um, but you know what you, I, mean? <laughs> I, I think you are gonna. I think you are. Grindelwald gonna isn't gonna win the fucking war. Like you know what I mean. So it's just like I, I can wait a while. Well, hold on a second. Maybe he could. <laughs> he's not. Come on. He's not going to. Though <laughs> no. we know how time works. 
he he's just gonna get drunk and you know allegedly abuse his wife. I'm sure that's what he's gonna do in the movie. Um, I thought he was with Dumbledore. Oh, really the Dumbledore will watch out. Oh. He might be getting punched when Grindelwald runs out of wine. Um, so I'm I'm gonna start the the roundtable discussion about uh, our feelings on the film with Jacqueline. How did you how did you feel about uh, this entry into the uh, into the Potterverse? So as probably the least well versed on the Harry Potter world, because um, I haven't read any of the books. Hmm. Um, I was very confused by a lot of it. Um, but enjoyed it visually. <laughs> yeah, it looks really good. I liked I liked the look of a lot of it, and um, the little beasts were really cute. I like the little guy who went around stealing a lot of things. I don't that know is, his name. That is, but... yeah, I don't know the character. That is Glenn's favorite character, I think, in the whole movie. Yeah, he, he was, was pretty great. sweet. Off podcast, he was pitching to me a crossover where he <laughs> dives into the world of DuckTales to rob oh. Scrooge McDuck's bank vault. Can uh, somebody write that right now? Right? <laughs> fan fiction <laughs> that um, that would be fantastic but no i visually enjoyed it but plot wise i was confused and i think it was because i haven't read the books and i didn't know who grindelwald was before you guys talking about the nifflers i think they must be nifflers yeah yeah it was a niffler okay sounds good which is an adorable name for an adorable creature that does terrible things i love it <laughs> yeah, he's a, they're criminal animals for some reason. Like I, I thought maybe I thought maybe it was like they're attracted to it or something, or maybe they eat it. Like like they but, like shiny things, like yeah. ADD. But he just but he just but all they do is steal valuables. Yeah. He's a he's a hoarder. Yeah, yeah, and they have a magical pouch in which they can fit like apparently Everything, infinite amounts yeah. of money and jewelry. Yeah, and I liked how they could go into the suitcase and you could see like all these animals in their natural habitat. Yeah, the suit, the 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 suitcase, like the menagerie zoo thing, mm-hmm. much better than Hermione's purse. You mean his TARDIS? It is kind of his TARDIS. It is a TARDIS, yeah. It, I mean, I mean, it's definitely bigger on the inside, but it's like <laughs> uh, the design is interesting though because it's sort of haphazardly put together. Like it's he has them, the animals cordoned off into like magically designated areas that fit their natural habitat, but. They're separated by one another, essentially by blankets that he's painted to also sort of look like the background right. of where they come from. And oh my God. so we were talking beforehand, and I said it's basically Disney's Animal Kingdom in a suitcase. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's uh, like it's 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 weird. Like it's uh, this weird mix of like uh, fantastical magic mixed with very like cheaply put together. Uh, it was like this weird, this weird combination. Like he doesn't have a lot of money, so he couldn't finish all of the magic design. No of one said suitcase. Newt Scamander was a genius. Yeah, he but does what he can. But he the animals don't I mean, kill each other. Yeah, he's a right. Hufflepuff. Hey, hey, hey! Uh, I should note because uh, I do believe when we did the Harry Potter flawed and decisive, and we we did the 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 thing with the houses, I discovered that I too was a Hufflepuff, which I immediately felt ashamed for because all I knew was Newt Scamander. But I have since learned that The Rock is a Hufflepuff and Deadpool is also a Hufflepuff. So Yeah, I was gonna say I Deadpool. That's I believe Deadpool. I believe Deadpool is a Hufflepuff. Oh, he right. is a Hufflepuff, yeah. Super yeah. loyal, kind of needy. Yeah. yeah. Well I think everyone should be proud of their house, right? Yeah, I mean look, I'll take uh I mean we we've got Newt Scamander, but if he's backed up by Deadpool and The Rock, I think that's like a really good wizarding team. So, yes. mm-hmm. uh, I mean, it's a really weird one, but a good one nonetheless. Uh, yeah, so I I agree. Visually, I, I've seen some people say that they thought there was it was a little too CG heavy, but maybe they didn't like the other Harry Potter movies because I felt like those were very yeah, CG yeah, heavy. I, but, and I liked it. And one of, one of my favorite things was when Eddie Redmayne was trying to, like, get the um, magical rhinoceros's attention and, like, the way he was trying to... Act oh, like an animal? His, I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> his mating poses or whatever it was that he was trying to do. That was fascinating. It, uh, that was that was great the, to watch. That was the most, and I cringed when I watched it. Like, I'm glad it was there, but I couldn't watch oh, it. I was like, was oh, like, God. Oh, God. He's an Oscar winner. What is he doing? <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, he you could say the same. Jupiter Ascending. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah damn. oh, gosh. He does everything. He uses Jupiter Ascending magic in this movie for that part. That was wonderful. <laughs> So, uh, can anyone address the some criticisms that the, it kind of felt like a bad Doctor Who episode? I don't uh, watch Doctor Who, so I can't say that. I mean, as an avid watcher of Doctor Who, 
uh, who have seen, and I've seen some bad doctor and there was a particularly crappy one in the last season. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I don't, I don't think so at all. Yeah. Um, I've only seen bad doctor who, so oh, shut up, Glenn. <laughs> according to, according to Glenn, that's all doctor who, which would make Glenn of course, incorrect. But, um, no, no I, just the season and a half that I watched minus <laughs> the fireplace episode, which was a great episode. Uh, the girl in the fireplace. Go watch it, everybody. Uh, no, the I wouldn't say I wouldn't say that about it at all. Um, it was I don't think it lived up to the other Harry Potter movies, but then again, you've also got a lot of you've got a lot of stuff that's pre built into that. You've got people who read read all of the books and seen all of the movies, so you've got that familiarity going on with all of those characters and that world and. None of those characters, with the exception of Grindelwald, who is very only briefly seen and mentioned in the in the Harry Potter movies, and Dumbledore, who you see a lot of in the Harry Potter movies, but is basically just uh, mentioned by name, and I'm sure, obviously, he's going to show up in future movies. Other than those things, and a mention of Hogwarts here or there, you're basically completely separated from that, both mm-hmm. in terms of space... Uh, because this takes place in another in another land and time, of course, because it takes place a long time before. Uh, so you've, you're separated from all of those things. So I, I'm not sure. I, I guess I'd have to watch it more than one time to determine where I would put it, or where I'd rank it in the Harry Potter movies. Because right now it feels like it's sitting outside of the bubble of the other Harry Potter movies, where it's mm-hmm. not quite as good as my least favorite Harry Potter movie. But that's... I don't know. It's I'd say I'd watch this before I watch Chamber of Secrets again. Like <laughs> because... That, that is tough that. to watch for me. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just like I said. It's I've got. I feel like I've got that cloud of all of that familiarity with those characters. I'm like, is it really as good as those movies? But then I'm thinking I've got all of that uh, that built up karma from those movies that are also floating around that maybe my my glasses are a little tinted when thinking about them compared to this movie i wouldn't say it's a bad doctor who episode at all i think it's a i think it's a pretty good movie i just not sure where it stacks with the other harry potter my, like my biggest I, go ahead i don't think it's fair to even stack it against the other harry potter movies though i think this needs to be thought of kind of separate just within the same like world, yes. But I don't think it should be grouped in with the Harry Potter movies, right? I mean, that's my personal take. <laughs> I mean, unfortunately, everyone's gonna do oh yeah, that, everyone's though, gonna so. do it. But I think you have to kind of go in and be like, this is a different movie, but it's got yes. such a similar feel. It's, it's still got David Yates with it. It just feels so lived in, like agreed. And all the British people, so many British people. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll I'll delve into to more of my thoughts, Glenn. Uh, what did you think? I mean, I liked it. It was uh, very whimsy. <laughs> You're really selling uh, it, Glenn. I yeah, mean, it's I'm, around. Like, the problems I have with it are really minor. Like, what you and I were kind of talking about, like, my only really pet peeve I had with it was the obscurity thing. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about, like, oh, it's all this magic that's pent up, and it becomes this beast and destroys everything. And I'm like, well, then why didn't Harry Potter do that? Because he was kind of angry oh, yeah. and pent up for 11 years but then as you and i talked about it like I well, if he didn't you. yeah if he didn't know he had magic maybe that had something to do with it i'm like oh yeah i guess they do have one throwaway line about his mom being a witch uh i wish we got to have more uh colin farrell i love colin yes. farrell he needs and to now be... we don't get to have any more of him because if we have we... to have johnny depp yeah now aaron aaron i know you have thoughts on johnny depp being cast as grindelwald um and I'll, t- I'll tell you what, after having seen him, and Glenn, by the way, is right. Uh, David Lynch should should sue this movie because they <laughs> yeah. literally copied exactly how David Lynch looks and pasted it onto Johnny Depp. His dumb face. <laughs> I, after having, I mean, look, I only saw Johnny Depp. You only really see him for a few minutes, not even minutes, seconds yeah. at the end. Maybe maybe a minute in total. More than and enough depth to last you for a while. Perhaps. But like, you yeah. could, they could have done, had any actor. Yes, I think, I think any, I think any, I think they should have had just any old Joe Schmo actor play Colin Farrell's role and then have and then Colin Farrell be Colin Grindelwald. Farrell, yes. Yeah, because he was great in this movie. That'd have been good. And it's sad to see him go because he was one of the, he was he definitely was, one of the standouts. Yes. Uh, I liked him. And I he's liked so him good as a bad guy. 
It's he name. is. Yeah, it's I mean, name. he's. I don't like. I've never. I don't really think of him as like the lead actor type, but he's mm-hmm. perfect for. Oh come on, he's dreamy. What are you talking about? No, 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 no. I mean, yeah, I he's, disagree oh, with that. I just. I don't know. I can't he's think of any. Dreamy I'm starting or... to sweat just thinking about Colin. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, he's never the romantic interest. Right, right. My mind, he is. Have you seen oh, Alexander? But, I mean, <laughs> no, no. But I mean, like, he's. Oh no, I haven't seen Alexander. Have you? Uh, uh, no. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no one has. That's why it ruined his career. Yeah. Of course, that's why he's good in this in this role of being like the villain guy and not the leading man. But no, I I think I mean that's all I could think of after seeing Johnny Depp's reveal. Is I wish Grindelwald looked like how Colin Farrell looks during the whole course of this movie, and I wish that he was the Grindelwald at the end instead of weird David Lynchian looking Johnny Depp, which. Is going to be strange, uh, Aaron. I know you. I know you posted the uh, the rumor that Arthur Darville is kind of saying that he'd be interested in playing young Dumbledore because right. eventually they're going to be doing. They're they're leading towards all of those things. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, which I would also be. I would be totally okay with. But I'm guessing they're going to want somebody of. Uh, my my feeling is the studio is going to say. Who's that guy? We need somebody with some name recognition. If James Cameron can cast Sam Worthington and Avatar and have it be the top grossing movie of all time, they can sure as shit put Arthur Darville in, in oh, need of a franchise that's going to sure. make money regardless. Very sure, sure. Call. Sure, but my feeling is that nobody went to that movie going, Sam Worthington, I'm in. I, think they went, <laughs> I don't think anybody's going to go to the Harry Potter movie. That's why, I saw the new Rath- that's why I saw the new Wrath of the Titans was because of Sam Worthington. You were, you, were, <laughs> you were correct. Sam Worthington's parents went, Sam Worthington, I'm in and that's about it but everybody else is like Jim Cameron's doing a new movie and it's outer space and CGI stuff I'm in that's why people want to go see Avatar well, they're, they're not going to see a Harry Potter movie because of Darville they're going to see because it's a Harry fucking Potter movie well, that's also that's also quite possible I don't know if the studio really thinks that I mean clearly they don't because they're like we need to get some big guy to play our bad guy and they're like well, why the fuck do they pick Johnny Depp <laughs> I don't know they're idiots probably because he's a bad guy in real life now so, like... <laughs> yeah. scumbag in real life why not a scumbag yeah. as a wizard should have got Mel Gibson He's available. Oh, dude. <laughs> Actually, well, then they just look grand wizards. Mel Gibson, at least, is a better, is a, is a good actor. You know what I mean? Uh, a joke. That's awesome. <laughs> Thank, thanks, Glenn. Uh, uh, Jillian, your thoughts on uh, Fantastic Beasts? Uh, yeah. Uh, big book reader. Not so much the movies. Like, I never need to rewatch them. I was surprised how much I liked this movie. I enjoyed mm-hmm. being back in this world. Um, I... Enjoyed it a lot. I thought everyone was great. I don't know how they continue with the Fantastic Beasts theme as that it's more about war against muggles versus wizards. So I think it's kind of weird. Like, So technically, Eddie Redmayne shouldn't be in the other movies. Which is sad. That's strange. No, Yeah, because I liked him. Mm -hmm. And I truly was upset when they brought Johnny Depp. If Um, he has his way, he'll be the next doctor, so you guys can... Just pick him up there. What? I'd be, I'd be okay with that. He, he, he's, but he's more than vocal about wanting to play the next Doctor. And they're getting For ready like to recast. Season. That'll be like a stunt casting. Like Probably, one season. Would, you're enough. right. It would do really well for that show. Oh, my God. I really hated Edry Redmayne in the first half of this movie. Why? Is it because you couldn't understand him because of his, his incessant mumbling? That was a character choice that yeah, yeah. some it subtitles. Yeah, yeah, it was Joaquin Phoenix on top of a British accent. So oh, I it was. was. I think I watched far too much British programming because I didn't have any trouble understanding him you at all. You might, because it was, it was very low. He I definitely st- was a mumbler. I still like him. He was, I, liked, I liked his character choices. They made him like... Newt Scamander was kind of a dick, and I loved it. And he... Yeah, that's what I thought was weird at the beginning, but then it's like, oh, oh, it makes sense. He just wants to take care he of his just animals. He wants to hang everyone, out with animals. I love it. Everyone is bothering him, and he can't feed his babies at all today. <laughs> but, right, right, right. And that was it. It was like, oh, he's an animal person. He's not a people yeah, person. person. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I just kind of found him kind of annoying at first. But as it went along, he was fine. Like I said, I, I got past He's just perturbed because he's got animals in that suitcase that need his attention. He's got to get that Thunderbird to Arizona. I mean, <laughs> it, hel- it, it helps that he himself describes himself as annoying to, I believe, it's Dan yes. Folger's yeah. character. Yeah, like, people don't like me. It's like, He's like that's people, very true. People find me annoying. And uh, it's like, actually, I find you kind of adorable. But, uh, yeah, he, he considered himself. It's because he's almost Matt Smith. 
He is. He is yeah. very much almost Matt Smith. Yeah. Oh, no, he's, he's like a cuddlier version. No, oh, no, Matt- I, I'm not saying it's a bad thing at all because I adore Matt Smith, but it's, he's, he's got that Matt, you know, they both have similar qualities. So he, yeah, just they've also both done dumb sci-fi movies right, um, true. past year or two. So for for me, the 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 thing that I I got most out of watching this movie is I feel like this is this is really a movie for the fans who were like more than one layer deep into Harry Potter fandom. Like this is really like a multi layer. Like if you're like a really huge nerd for so Harry Potter, I'm really gonna like this fucking movie. Uh, there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff. Well, I mean, like you already know, like they're talking about like. You know Grindelwald. So, like, when people mention Grindelwald to some people, they're like, "Who is this villain? What right. has he done? He's nothing like Voldemort." Voldemort oh, yeah. tried to I, kill I, a baby. I, I'm a daily visitor of, of Pottermore, man. Trust me, I, I've read everything you, you know possible. Right. So then when, you'll then you'll like this because as a pretty intense Harry Potter fan, I agree. I just they just added so many more things. Like, I want to know about the new Salem witches, and they're just right. It's just people who need more. This is going to give it to you. It's a yes. good Harry Potter fix. And don't yeah, tune also. out mentally. Yes. I mean, I got really confused as to how they got trapped into that suitcase by that woman (laughs) after the rhinoceros fight. That was confusing to me as well. Like, there's Uh, certain parts, like, editing-wise, I'm like, wait, did I just have amnesia? Because I don't know how we got here. Yeah, I thought she had a totally different suitcase. I'm like, what the hell is she doing? I was really confused. I was like, I thought they had gone off and she was stealing his suitcase. Exactly. That's what I thought. I mean, yeah. yeah, So I was just like, why are you sitting on it? <laughs> what a lazy person! Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> I, I mean, outside outside of those things, it's just you know, if you're if you're paying attention, there's all sorts of 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 tiny little things from like uh, the the vaguely hinted. I mean, not vaguely hinted at, but they don't really go into much detail about the Newt Scamander's lady friend who is related to Bellatrix Lestrange. Oh. Uh, and, but he doesn't talk about her very much. In fact, whenever people bring... He's got a picture of her, but whenever people bring it up, he's very quick to change the subject about it. Uh, I think the most he he says about her is that people change. Right. Um, which which tells me she probably was in Slytherin House, everybody. Nothing uh, wrong with that. And he's going to have to save her before the end of the end of the Great War and pull her back to the good side. May, Mayhaps. With his animals. Group. I mean, there's like, I mean, there's like, there's like a subtle Quidditch joke in there that if you're like looking for such things, there's a very subtle joke about Quidditch, like right near the beginning of the movie. Um, you know, there's a talk about that they they find a way to wedge in the American school for for wizarding. Yeah, they did. And then they talk about uh, you know our school's better. No, our school's better. Like that sort of thing. They fit in one of those. Uh, so there's um. Like there's there's little there's little bits of it everywhere. Her things um, her dialogue is all done in the head between two people, so you're missing the nuance of their characters. <laughs> there's uh, Dan. I can't remember Dan Fogler's character's name, but he's basically Kowalski. like Kowalski, Kowalski the baker. Uh, and they're just they're just full on doing magic right in front of this dude. Like no, yeah, yeah they do. I, so Newt, Newt basically Newt basically does it because he Kowalski ends up with at first a, an egg mm-hmm. and then they kind of end up switching uh, suitcases and stuff. Classic. And, uh, basically, Newt's idea is he seems like a dude who doesn't really give too many shits about the rules. Like he's he's just going to do magic in front of this muggle and then he'll just obliviate him and everything will be fine. Uh, uh-huh. But it never really it never really gets a, he never really gets around to doing it. And because people are constantly like, you need to obliviate this guy so he doesn't remember anything. But then he sort of they become friends, and he doesn't want to do it. And uh, very heartfelt uh, moment. Yeah, they they actually have to obliviate most of New York City by the time they're done. So they men in black it. They do. They do With have rain, to kind of men in yeah. black it. Uh, although they they do it with a, a really big bird and some sort of serum that gets into the rain or something, and the the rain sort of obliviates everybody. And uh, he falls in he falls in love with the sister whose name I can't remember Queenie Queenie, Queenie. how can I forget her she was like the, the best I she her. was awesome yeah uh, she was like the girl ahead of her time for the time that she lived in mm-hmm. she was like way more way more open about uh, her feelings than her sister who felt more like the the closed in uh, lady I mean they lived in an apartment for goodness sakes that wouldn't allow boys in so. 
Uh, it was um, she. I think there's a love relationship there, and they they tease. I, I think at first they sort of subtly tease, and then right at the end of the movie, they throw it in your face that he didn't for like somehow she yeah. kisses him at the end, and somehow that makes him not forget who she is. He just becomes a sleeper agent. <laughs> yeah, <he's> a, <laughs> he kind of very subvertly remembers. Uh, things about the magical yeah, his little his bakery he makes little pastries of all the animals and stuff. What was what was interesting to me is the like the faction right of the people who are very anti witches and wizards the the Salem group. I wonder if such groups actually existed like that back then. I know that was a really creepy aspect <laughs> that I loved. I'm like I want more New Salemers. Those I'm, bitches are crazy. I'm curious because that's where Ezra Miller's character is, and he is ultimately. The, the real, I guess, bad guy of the movie because mm-hmm. Grindelwald isn't revealed until the end and he's trying to manipulate this boy. Once he figures out it's the boy, he thinks it's a little girl at first who's harboring all of these powers. Um, also, how much money did John Voight get for this? Because he didn't have much to do. Oh, yeah, I forgot he was in this. I forgot he was in this as well. I think John Voight forgot he was in this or didn't know. He was the, he was like, what, the... The newspaper man? The senator, he was uh, yeah. W.R. Hearst. The senator's yeah, basically. dad. He was Donald Trump. Is that who he was in this movie? Yeah. Oh, oh. No, he was literally W.R. Hearst. Was he Hearst? I mean, he owned a newspaper and was going right? to explain politics. He That's was right. Hearst. <laughs> and he didn't die, so I guess he'll be back in the next one. <laughs> to, to not yeah, do much. Death. You know who definitely needs to be in it? Because he was the best cameo. Ron Perlman. Wait a minute. I don't recall. Was Ron he Perlman a Fantastic Beast? <laughs> he was the troll! Was oh, the one that, that double crosses so... them? How do you not know that was Ron Perlman? <gasps> to be fair, that was a goblin, and also to be fair, I thought that goblin looked familiar. <laughs> you nailed. <laughs> I like how you just so subtly nailed him to the wall. It's a goblin, it's but a goblin. actually, That's offensive. He's not a troll. <laughs> they don't like to be called that, Glenn. They're I'm goblins. Sure That's right. He was. Uh, I. I. Oh my god. He, you know, there was something about the voice. Where's my goddamn shoe? But that's right. There uh, was something about the voice. It's like there there was something there, but I didn't. I never put my finger on it. That's amazing. Yeah. So apparently, Ron Perlman voiced a a goblin who is oh, basically yeah. It's, it's yeah he did with a, a nose. gangster goblin. Yeah, it, it looks just like Ron Perlman too. It does. Man. Yeah. <laughs> it does. Now that I think about it, it yes. I feel embarrassed. I should have known that goblin's clearly Ron, Ron Perlman. <laughs> Because when it happened, I said, oh, shit, Ron Perlman, accidentally out loud. And the guy behind me goes, oh, shit, that's right. So I'm glad someone else appreciated the fact that Ron Perlman was in this movie. That's right. Hashtag Mafia Goblin. Uh, he was... Uh, he they was, prefer the he term was, Moblin. Moblins? Yes. He was He was great, too, by the way. For what? I mean, he wasn't in it all the but for that scene. scene. Yeah. But that scene was great. That was a good scene. Two-time and son of a bitch. <laughs> he was great. Uh, yeah, but I mean, so, like I said, I'll have to go back and rewatch this in order to determine where it fits into the, into the Potterverse, but yeah, by no means was, was this bad. I mean, I've seen a lot of people who felt like they just weren't into it, but, uh, you know, like I said, maybe those people were... They just don't have magic in their hearts. They didn't have... That's what it is. (laughs) No magic in their hearts. No magic in their hearts. I mean... A lot, a lot of people were, a lot of people were, I think, looking at it from the, you know, it's just, you know, there's, there's no Harry, I'm not that interested. There's no Voldemort, I'm not that interested. Oh yeah, it's just still but... fucking wizards. What's awesome about yeah, that? Yeah, like, yeah, I don't need Harry. Potter. Thing is, I don't need Harry Potter. I was so happy to hang out with Newt Scamander and like and yeah. little wizard things stuff. that steal gold. Yeah, yeah. and I like him and Kowalski together. Niffler. Yeah, I like they the Muggle. Really I need more Muggle sidekicks. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. And I'm <laughs> right. excited about Young Dumbledore. Hashtag more Muggles. More Muggles. No magic. No mag. Uh, what do they? What do they call the magical people? Then the magis. Super <laughs> full mag. <laughs> On fleek. <laughs> That's what they call them in the twenties, Glenn. Yep. Yep. In America, how we roll. That wizard is on fleek. <laughs> that actually sounds pretty accurate. That's, I like that. Make that a thing. <laughs> Wizards on fleek. Um, all right, so before before we move on, since we don't write reviews on the website anymore, uh, let's just give a, a, an arbitrary score for the film. Glenn, what would you give this movie? Uh, like three and a half. <sighs> okay, wow, what that's the, only... that's not a bad score. No, it's, yeah, it's, one's a bad score. Three is better 70. than average. I gave it a passing grade. It's not. It is lower than it is lower than what I gave it. 
Uh, I'm just going to pick it any, wasn't any the best remote. thing I saw this week. I'm sorry. Well, well, oh, you saw Arrival, so that's no fair. Yeah, I did. And I do want to go. I do want to see Arrival. Uh, Jacqueline, what would you give Fantastic Beasts? I also say 3.5. What, what, what? Yeah. Wow. And it's really because, though, I don't read, and I was lost for a good portion of it. Oh, I'm with you, though. I don't read. Oh, I mean, I have read the books, <laughs> but I don't read in general. Um, outside, outside of the Harry I mean, Potter books. Apparently. I was like, I don't read outside of work, so. <laughs> <laughs> that's, not a, that's not a blanket statement of I don't read anything ever. Yeah, well, I have, to, I, I have <laughs> to, like, read and respond to clients and stuff, but, you know, right. no, no personal reading. <laughs> uh, Jillian, what about you? Um, I was going to give it a three, but that seems mean. I'll give it a four, but it's, you know, it's cool. Okay. I don't, yeah, there's too many three and a halfs, and I don't want to seem like, I just, I'm truly not a fan of the Harry Potter movies in general. Like, I love the books, but the movies have always been threes for me. But you're right, this one's a four, because Colin Farrell's in it for a little bit. <laughs> Solid four. He's in it a good chunk, I mean. Not enough, it still doesn't change the fact that he's not in it anymore. I'm going to take advantage of the rules we've instilled when discussing television shows where we broke away from the full point and half point scale that we used to run on. And I gave, I, for all the shit I gave you, Glenn, for giving this movie three and a half, I actually gave it 3.75, so three, three quarters. <laughs> oh, wait, we could use quarters? I, I was not aware of this. Yeah, I didn't rule. know that was we an did. option. We did. We, we, we broke with the traditional rules for the television show ratings because they, they, they came in handy more often than I'd think they would have, so. We started using quarter ratings as well, so yeah, I, I gave it I gave it three and three quarters. But I mean, I, I feel like that could change though over time because uh, that's just oh, like you on, think a, this on a is first. Gonna get Jackie Brown. Oh, where I'm gonna, where I'm gonna after after having seen it, I so I, what your it. point is? Jackie Brown gets better with multiple viewings. <laughs> <laughs> with time, it does. Ooh. has uh, <laughs> has Hateful Eight changed for you? I've kind of warmed up to it. It's still. Not that great, but if I if I watch it in, in like four different chunks, it gets better. Yes, I try well, to rewatch like, that again. I can't. It's too long. It. I ha- I mean I ha- I've still haven't watched it, and I've been put off by the people that have watched it. So that talk based about on the how we talked about help. the movie, what would you rate the movie, Aaron? <laughs> um, I'm gonna go about a four and a quarter. That's solid. That's good. So that's based off of what it sounds like. We've said the movie is right. Okay. So like yeah, on Netflix. Oh, now great. I kind of now I kind of want you to go see it and then tell me what you think it would be. Oh, I, I'm going to be seeing it, you know, fairly soon. Okay. One and a half. This movie sucks. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> what a you guys were shit. wrong about everything. I mean, okay, so uh, this is the last big. There are there are other interesting movies, obviously, coming out as Glenn was teasing me about. Uh, I think before we started recording, but possibly while we were recording as well. Um, there is one more big blockbustery movie that is still to come out, uh, which is Rogue One, or as I think some people on the internet are calling it, Star Wars Mary Sue, The Feminist Propaganda Awakens Part 2. Oh, Jesus. I like Glenn calling it The Great Mouse Detective. Can we just call it that? Star Wars The Great Mouse Detective? We don't we, we don't want to we don't want to go with the feminist propaganda awakens chapter two. Nope, no. just, okay. just, just a mouthful. This just owns its Disneyness. <laughs> um, no, that was Moana. Moana's part two. Rogue One will be part three. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's like the big, uh, the last big uh, blockbuster uh, movie to come out. I think they released another trailer for it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Did they? Um, yeah. Which I think they're still in plans for the Death Star. I think we get it at this point. Yeah. Well, I think <laughs> they, they they showed young Jin receiving a, a a lightsaber crystal, which I'm sure there's a name for, which I'm sure I'll be reamed over for not knowing the name of. But um, I think that's kind of the extent of it, right? They they just showed more action. And... They showed a Alan Tudyk's robot. He he's going to be a bit more of a comedic role, and I think he's going to have a bigger part than than what I think everyone expected for you know a droid. Yeah, he's going to be like I'm a big. I'm excited about it. He's going to be a big talking BB-8. Yeah, basically. Nice, wonderful. Um, and that did that did look fun. Um, but yeah, that, I mean, look, there's really no question as to whether or not we're going to go see this movie. And Jimmy fucking Smits too, man. And Jimmy Smits is going to be in it for sure. I mean, you know, maybe for like <laughs> one scene, perhaps. He's the same uh, character, though, right? Bail Organa. He is, he is yeah. playing Bail Organa. <laughs> uh, but I think maybe for. 
I mean, maybe maybe he's in it a lot more, but I hope so. He's fucking great, man. I don't know. I, I'm I'm curious as to um, we should maybe do an over. That's the reason I hung around and finished fucking Sons of Anarchy. What a lump of shit that show turned out to be. <laughs> we should do. Let's do. I mean, uh, it's just Hamlet. Before before anybody else has to leave, let's yeah, do. But they made it way worse. <laughs> let's do a let's do a quick Rogue One over under because uh, I'm curious about this. So let's set it at the at the ten minute mark. Uh, ten minutes total screen time. Does Darth Vader get over or under ten minutes in the movie? Because he, they they are they're teasing him very heavily in the trailers. But I feel like this is what they did with Suicide Squad, where they tease Joker an awful lot, and then Joker is kind of barely in the movie. Uh, so I'm well. I'm did curious. this get edited by the people who made the trailer? Or? <laughs> uh, so far, I, I'm unaware. Uh, I'm not sure which number which numbered cut they are on for Rogue One, uh, or if the trailer people did in fact cut this version of the movie. Or how but, many reshoots did they have to do? Or how many reshoots? <laughs> they I mean, they did. They did I think do they're doing it now. This. They're reshooting okay. right now. They could be reshooting it as we speak. Uh, what about you, Aaron? Well, let's start with you. Did, over or under ten minutes of total screen time for Darth Vader? Over. Absolutely over. Glenn. Um, I don't know about minutes, but. Any of y'all play Kirby's Dreamland? <laughs> no. I'm, I'm curious to see where this, how this yeah. ties in. But okay, so I have like, played Kirby's when you Dreamland. play Kirby's Dreamland, you know, kind of your nemesis in, in, of sorts is Meta Knight. Now he's not in it all the time because he's not the big bad. He's not King DDD. Yeah. But he just always kind of pops up, and then you finally fight him at you know second to the end, and you, he's not Dormammu. You realize who he is. That that's what I feel like Darth Vader is going to be. He might pop up a couple of times. So does that mean less than ten minutes or more? <laughs> I feel like that's going to be an under. I think it's, I, yeah, I think it's a more. It, it really depends depends on. How, how you think more, uh, but he's going to be in the background, like it's I really think, just like, two people talking, but he's definitely in the background, like getting a lunch together. No, that no, that's like, not how Mennonite <laughs> is. He just always kind of pops oh, up, oh. like you beat like a. Uh, one of the worlds, and like he's, he's just like coming up from behind like a column or something. Like yeah, and then you like, like he just Michael Myers from around a bush. <laughs> yeah. So uh, no, he'll uh, yeah, you know, maybe right around ten. I'll, I'll say seven and a half. Okay, so that's definitely an under. I mean, it depends on what you're gonna say as time, because in all actuality of actual screen time, it'll probably be like a minute and a half. But quite possibly, it could feel it could feel more if they stretch it out. Uh, Jillian, what about you? Do they, do they go over or under? I think over. I think he's going to be running around trying to fix um, all the stolen problems. So definitely over. Mm-hmm. Jacqueline, what about you? I think under. I don't. Yeah, I, I just do. Well, just because. I'm going I'm to break the time. I'm going to say under. I. Yeah. I. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I think there's going to be another villain that they introduce. Yeah, it's. Well, I mean, it's do. not. Well, yeah. uh, ben, what's his face? Ben Mendelsohn. Thank you. Yes, you are correct. Yeah. I mean, it's not like it's not like ten minutes of total screen time, and it's the Darth Vader show. But for some reason, I feel like I feel like I they don't, have blazing saddles. Just, I don't know. Just no, I, the dance number with Darth Vader. That's right. That would be amazing. <laughs> a little Darth Vader goes a long way, basically. Yeah, um, I, I just feel like part of me. I mean, without getting into Gareth Edwards' head, I feel like maybe. There might still be some ill will towards the Darth Vader character stemming from maybe the prequel movies, which this movie takes place shortly thereafter. Uh, I'm I'm thinking they might want to go back to like the less is more mysterious Darth Vader instead of. You mean how he did Godzilla? Yeah, well, I, I mean he <laughs> yeah. did way less is more. Not Although, only will he have more than ten minutes, I'm going to say right now that he kills Bail Organa. Oh, you oh, think so? No. Yeah. You gotta but, get rid of him. Well, right? yeah, Leia has to be centered by the time this movie ends, essentially. So how That's else true. would that happen unless her father was dead? Like That's she would true. step into the role. By okay, the so the scene father. the yeah. scene is he kidnaps Bail Organa and then questions him about what happened to Padme. Yeah. Is that and then ends up murdering Do you know him. what happened to Padme? Basically, is she okay? No, he raised my daughter, then he's gonna murder him. So we're back to melodramatic uh Darth Vader. I'm dead. No. I love yeah, yeah, melodramatic yeah. Darth Vader. He's the best. 
No, you're doing it wrong. It's no. Oh, I miss that guy. Okay, I hope it's over 10 now. It tortures him, asks him if there's any sand on his planet, and he says yes, and he tells him how much he hates sand. Oh, he does hate so sand. So he fights some Chinese people and gets pissed on by them in a bar. <laughs> hey, that's another movie, Glenn. That's it's another an Irish Christensen samurai. Movie. <laughs> oh, what no. Was that? What was that movie? With- Outcast. 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 Nicholas Cage. Cage. Yeah. 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 I was gonna say annually holding his eyes shut. If no one has seen Outcast, <laughs> go watch Outcast. He gets pissed on a lot. It's pretty. It's pretty literally. Uh, and and trying to figure out exactly what ethnicity Nicholas Cage is trying to be. All of them. <laughs> so is he. He doesn't know. Yeah. Irish samurai pirate. Irish samurai. <laughs> I think where we ended up. Yeah. Um. So that's. That's pretty. That's pretty incredible. Um, all right, there's a, a couple of other uh, news bits I want to hear. Glenn, tell me. I know you talked about it on the following has been approved, but quickly <laughs> yeah, I tell sure me. Yeah, talked about it. Quickly tell me your thoughts about the Beauty and the Beast trailer. Uh, if just, you can do it quickly, just listen to that episode. <laughs> is, is it really? I mean, is, uh, are you spent? Have, have you said all there is to say? No, I. You just you said make it short, and that that is basically <laughs> impossible for you to make it short. No, it looks great. It uh, looks like they add some things from the original story, like the one that's several hundred years old, and yes. mix it in with all the Disney stuff that we love. Like it, it looks mm. magical. To me, I to me, I actually had to watch it. I mean, I know you watched it way more than once. I had to watch it more than once just because I was too focused on the the set design, which looked incredible. Uh, but yeah, I I've I you know what I still haven't watched the Cinderella live action remake, which you also said was good. Yeah, solid. Um, I mean, I, guess I, I wonder why Belle always looks so fucking depressed in that movie, man. It looks like it's going to be a bummer. <laughs> I don't. Know, I, I gotta go. I've I've gotta I've gotta eventually see these because I I hear they're basically doing all of them, right? They're remaking all Mulan. of these movies. The Lion King, The Little Mermaid. They, yeah, Guy Ritchie they, is doing Aladdin. Are they doing live action? That are they just going to do like the Lion King joke? But yeah. <laughs> no, that's absolutely true. I, oh, I know it. We is. know. <laughs> I mean, are they? Can they really do live action Lion King? Well, because they're all animals. It'll just be the Jungle Book, yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't it just be? I was. Well, I mean, it's a reanimated version. Are there? Uh, yeah, I was going to say like a reanimated. Because are there any human characters in Lion King? No. 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 We could add. Oh, you know what? Cross crossover. Bring in the hunter from Bambi. <laughs> he could be a dentist. <laughs> and or they, or you can have just Elton John in this movie. It could as be himself. the hunter from Jumanji if you really want to start <laughs> colliding worlds. Hey, they were all about that. But nowadays, the new so. Jumanji, so the hunters the like Rock, Kevin, Kevin Hart, Hart. Yeah. <laughs> Rock, Kevin Hart, Jack Black. Maybe they're Glenn. Perhaps I mean, look, this is the this is the age of the the team up film, and perhaps they are doing all of these live action Disney movies to team up all of the princesses together against all of the the villains or, or some big villain in some sort of future Disney Princess Avengers film. Uh, genie yeah, Jafar sure. is a solid one, as far as just pure power. Yeah, maybe the genie goes rogue in Aladdin. Like he he becomes a bad guy, and well, like, that's a that's really my... bad message. <laughs> <laughs> hey, when you get, when you get freedom, you just become bad. That's like, <laughs> not. Well, who is making the? It, it is Disney, and they are a, a yeah, gigantic it's corporation. Ritchie. He's doing Aladdin. Is is it Guy Ritchie? Yeah. yeah so it's going to be That's set real. in East London. And, uh, Jason <laughs> Statham is going to be the genie. And Aladdin. He's all the parts. No, no, no. no the action Brad scenes Pitt, are going to be very so sharp. just be a gypsy from Snatch. Oh. That's right. <clears throat> sure, Glenn. Let's, let's Brad, talk about... Brad Pitt might be able to pull off playing the magic carpet, maybe. Um... <laughs> Aaron, Aaron, would you like to muse very quickly on this this bit that Ben posted a, a while back? Because uh, we talked about Doctor Who, and you you did briefly mention this, but they are aiming for a shakeup in the show in 2018. This is looking like Peter Capaldi's last season, and Pearl Mackey, who they just brought aboard. It, uh, like it sucks for her, man. Yeah, they're ch- chucking her right out too. So let's let's hope she's not a very good companion because she's out the door already without an episode even being aired of her uh, on, on the show, which. Boy, that's that sounds really shitty, actually. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe maybe that's them looking at it and thinking, "Oh, she's not that great, and we can get rid of her." Maybe that's uh, setting us up for disappointment early. But I, they haven't really. 
I'd, have they started shooting the the new season? They have, yeah. They're, they're already working on it, and if people end up loving Pearl Mackie, they're going to keep her. You know what I mean? There's nothing. This is nothing they can't change. But the only thing that's going to be different is, you know, Capaldi's definitely out. They want to get someone young and handsome again. So, sorry, Pete. That is that is the word. Apparently, the uh, the merchandise revenue has been down since. Well, yeah. Nobody Capaldi wants to fuck in. an old doctor. They want the young one. <laughs> Which is a shame, though. I really liked. I really liked Peter Capaldi. Yeah, I totally fucked Peter. Capaldi. He was a. He was a. And look, <laughs> and this. Guy, <laughs> this is this is uh, someone who was a fan of David Tennant and Matt Smith's runs. Um, he, it was just a, a needed, fresh breath of air. Basically, yeah. they they did the young, good looking, wacky, crazy doctors for a few years, and they needed to slow it down and darken the the temper and the mood a little bit and have like an old crotchety guy in there. And I mean, they've got, they've, they're going to get ultimately what three seasons out of them, which yeah. is not, you know, I mean, that's kind of par for the course for Dr. Who, uh, before they, before they move on. But yeah, I, I, I don't, uh, I, I guess it's really going to depend on who they cast. Right. I, have a, suge- I have a suggestion. Uh, I, I know you do. <laughs> what do you, what are you, what are you saying? Uh, I think Ian Rion. Okay, I don't know who that is at all. Ramsey Bolton from Game of Thrones. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's my issue with that's my issue with Game of Thrones. I know all of the characters, but because there are so many of them, <laughs> I remember maybe five or ten of the actors portraying them. Ramsey Bolton, yeah. Um, okay, Maggie Smith. You know, <laughs> Maggie Smith would be an awesome Doctor, actually, but they're not going to cast her uh, because they they want an incredibly handsome young man, Glenn. Unless Maggie Smith is going to play an incredibly handsome young man, uh, you don't she know might her be able to pull it off. She's got. She could. She could do it. She could. Um, I don't. You know what? I don't think they're going to do Eddie Redmayne. To me, to me, it's just as likely that they're going to do Eddie Redmayne as they're going to do like Benedict Cumberbatch or something like that. I just don't think. Like those are all like wonderful like wet dream casting scenarios, but I don't think they're going to. I don't think. I think they're very much not likely to happen. I'm telling you, he's available. He, he can pull in a Game of Thrones audience. He's handsome. He's done British TV before. He's stage actor. I mean... Right. I think my issue with that casting is that I've yet to be able to separate myself from my hatred for the character of Ramsey Bolton. So. Just go watch Misfits or a show he did with... Uh, called Vicious. Um, that he did with Ian McKellen. Yeah, it was a fucking hilarious show. Uh, let me see here. Is there anything else of note? There's a new Kong Skull Island trailer, which basically did two things. It showed us a lot of King Kong, mm-hmm. and it showed us John C. Riley being really, really, really weird, like really strange. Like he's, I guess he's like a dirty old captain guy who lives on the island. Yeah, he washed up there and just kind of hung around, basically, and and is insane. Yeah, I I don't. Has everybody else seen the trailer for this? He's like the funny version of Lawrence Fishburne in Predators. We've I've actually stopped watching Kong trailers because they yeah. get me less excited. This but, trailer did that for me. Yeah, see, that's why I stopped <laughs> watching it. Now I'm I'm worried. It was all John. It was all John C. Riley. Everything he said in that trailer felt like he was in a different movie than everybody like else. They, they showed two? him at two different beard lengths in the in the in the same trailer. Also, did you notice that? <laughs> they were slightly different. I well, think. past yeah, the time. Um, maybe he, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, uh, it'll be like a timestamp that says two years from now, <laughs> perhaps. Uh, but no, I, it was, yeah, it was weird. He felt like he was in a different movie altogether from everybody else. The way, just like his dialogue, the way he was delivering things, it just felt different from everybody else's. And, uh, it, I just, maybe he's a character who dies really quickly in the movie. Like Aww. if I learned that. Like I would be interested in further, uh, in further interest in, in watching this because I would, I would like to see a a King Kong movie better than Peter Jackson's version. Which you can. Uh, there's there's these old ones that are <laughs> yeah, Glenn fuck you Lang. in your in your old movies. <laughs> this isn't the. This is the. There's this, one of them that's definitely better. I'm talking about the claymation one. Yeah. The one with Jessica Lane kind of sucks. It's not claymation. It's uh, just what am I talking no, about? No, Charles Stop Grodin, it. Jeff Bridges. Come on, man. That one was solid. <laughs> I know, I'm, Glenn. You know me, man. I can't. I got to watch movies with flashy computer-generated effects in them. I can't watch those old movies where they use action figures. I can't do that. Yeah, I know you can't. All my characters have to be made in a computer, sir. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so uh, I want I want to like it. I mean, I know they're doing the uh, they want to do that shared universe with the giant monsters, too, where he right? gets his ass kicked by Godzilla. Right. Well, I mean, who's going to beat Godzilla? Uh, especially the one. I mean, that unless they're Gary doing Adler's like created. Buster Holmes or not Buster Holmes. I just I just mixed up my boxers. <laughs> but whatever that Buster guy who beat Mike Tyson, Bust- like unless you're talking about Buster Douglas. Douglas. Buster Douglas. Yeah, there we go. You talking? About, is that Larry Holmes? Yeah, that's, that's what. Yeah. Okay. God, I don't, how do, I don't even know how I know. I don't know shit about boxing, but somehow I knew those names. Um, yeah, that would be because well, I almost said Hearns. I'm like, well, that's wrong because that would definitely be a one sided fight for sure. One has fire. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, I think we can safely move on. We covered all the the topics that were fit to discuss. I mean, look, there's a, I guess Marvel's doing yet another television show on ABC. Yep. The Inhumans, which I'm not, I'm probably not going to watch. It, if there's a show you should watch it, it'll be that one. Uh, well, tell them to stop making great Netflix shows and I will. Yeah, man. Uh, cause that's what's, that's what's keeping me busy at the moment. Well, uh, if you would just watch them all the first day and get it out of the way, then, <laughs> I would just binge all the on. shows. Yeah. It's easy to move on after that. If I would just binge them all on day one. Yep. Um, I mean, I could. I, I want to. Luke Cage has been great thus far. It's but. yeah. It, it gets better. Uh, but yeah, that's that's not going to happen. And then right. it takes but a bit of a turn. Like, uh, does it? Just for the, the 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 big bad of the sea is you know. Mm. Well, I mean, I'm on episode where Aurora and I are going to be talking about episode seven and eight. Oh, podcast, so you're so. talking about the, the the two best episodes of the series, then, basically. Yeah, like we've already they already the reveal with uh, Diamondback and stuff. I've already I've already watched that. Oh, okay, so. yeah. I'm not there yet. Yeah, oh, I've only okay. watched the first episode. <laughs> Glenn has not gotten past <laughs> the first episode. I haven't watched any, so I'm with you. I'll get She's... there one day. Glenn, have you watched Stranger Things yet? <laughs> yeah, because I watched it when it came. Like it's ex- like Orange no. is the New Black. I haven't watched any of it because I no, didn't watch not it you. the day it came out. Not you, Jillian. I'm oh yeah, Jillian. me. Stranger Things. No, never. Uh, can't do it. Sorry, so, never. Uh, Why? Not? I gotta watch The Crown. Uh, don't have time for Stranger <laughs> oh, Things. Oh my god. Personally, I was personally I was hoping that you would mention that it's because you don't want me to change the bio I have of you on the website at the moment. The only person lists, who's never seen it. <laughs> which lists yeah. among uh, among the things that you're noted for, uh, one of them is still hasn't watched Stranger Things. <laughs> nope. I don't want you to have to change it. So just leave it up. Okay, because oh, that's some coding work. That's I, just... You know what? Just change it to will never watch. Talk to me in the second season where it all goes downhill, guys. Oh, uh, that's what you're waiting... Yeah, that way waiting. I won't have to watch it, and I can say that I was just so ahead of my time. I knew <laughs> you're it. Play, you're, playing the, you're playing the waiting <laughs> game. Playing the waiting game, yeah. You guys I knew it was going to be bad. I didn't want to jump on board, because I knew season <laughs> I two was going to suck. Yeah. This is going to turn I mean, out for me. It probably will suck, but I don't know why you don't watch it this season. <laughs> Glenn, stop it, man. Stop hey, it. Hey, I did it with Dexter. There's a lot of shittiness in it, but you know what? There's some damn good television <laughs> in there, too. I did, and I did make it to the end of that show, by the way. Mm, mistake. Uh, Dexter. It was a mistake. <laughs> yes, it was. I was very upset at the ending of that television program, especially with all the goodwill they had built up over so many of those seasons. But uh, let's talk about the box office. <laughs> um, so the the numbers are kind of just starting to get compiled for this weekend. Um, I don't, I'm not going to do a full rundown of the box office because it's weird because last weekend is already uh, well past us and this weekend hasn't been tallied yet. But Fantastic Beast did open last weekend to $74 million and uh, I'm sure is doing just fine for itself. I'm, I wonder what that looks like compared to some of the other Harry Potter openings. Uh, I'm sure it's not as Can't good. Can't be near Deathly Hollows. <laughs> I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure it's not as good as Deathly Hollows. How much earlier did it open overseas did it do like the marvel thing where it opened a Probably week like earlier a week, yeah well okay good because it's already almost at half a billion dollars damn 473.7 million worldwide it's doing it's doing okay yeah. that little movie um well, that, that, could... that had bopped uh that bopped uh dr strange out of its top position it had been there for a couple weeks it's doing okay for itself too. It's uh, six hundred fifteen million, Jeez. something like that. It's doing okay, um, but it looks like Fantastic Beasts only going to have one week at the top of the box office because Moana looks like it's opening at number one, edging it out by like ten million dollars or so. It's, it looks like fifty-five million for Moana and another forty-five for 
uh, Fantastic Beasts. But, you know, it's The Rock, everybody. Moana, he, is, a, he is very charming. It was a really good movie, too. And, uh, and obviously, uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda's name being attached to it, which is... Uh, and obviously, his name is far more prominent now than it actually was when he was attached mm-hmm. to the movie. Because I believe the story is when he got attached to this movie it was before it Hamilton was, even yeah. broke out. Yeah, it was. He had just done uh, In the Heights at that point. Yeah, so his name wasn't really out there, but uh, by the luck of the draw, it, it definitely is now. And it, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure it helped. I mean, it's not like The Rock needed help. He was like the top box office draw i think last year or whatever that's gonna be what makes him president four years you wait that's right sexiest man alive he was voted oh we gotta do Uh, another one of those we might have to although i don't know if i can really dispute the rock being at the top of the list so i'm okay with that i'm totally fine with that um and it's that very mentality that'll fucking get elected (laughs) in four years oh the rock's so cool Hey, look, uh, if there's anything we've learned, it's that literally anyone can be president now. So I would vote. I might vote for The Rock. Um, anyway, Moana's just at about. Can you expatriate just for a couple of years and come back? Is that a thing? <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure. Sorry. Jesus, it's getting <laughs> I think really I sad. I thought the this, this show was just getting bad. really sad. <laughs> Jesus, that's some sad shit. My Christmas music started playing. <laughs> that's some Lord real God. sad Christmas Charlie music. Christmas. Yeah, holy crap. It was a little ton of Bethlehem. By what are you God, that's during depressing. Christmas? Jesus. <laughs> Watch a Harry December, Potter please? movie. Can we get to December, please? <laughs> I, was, I wasn't sure if we were going to be able to top the hilarity of the last episode, but that, that, that certainly helps an awful lot. Um... It's also weird to point out, because normally we do movies opening this week, but most of these movies are already opening because it's Sunday as we record this, and there's really not a lot that's going to be opening uh, in the coming days. Uh, I think there is... Is Jackie a wide release, or is that limited? It Does anybody can't know? be. I, I would think it would be a limited. Uh, it shows it's opening in five theaters. I'm going to yep. say no. <laughs> wow. I mean, it looks great. It does. But... Oh, it'll get there. Uh, there's that. I didn't know and... Aronofsky was the uh, producer for that movie. No, it makes sense. Yeah, why it's like sad, and depressing. Yeah. yeah, there's two. There's and it'll two... end with her in space in a giant bubble with a tree. Yeah, they're basically so. There's there's movies out this weekend. There's Moana and Allied, and apparently Bad Santa Two apparently is out this weekend. I didn't oh. even know they were making this. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, but it's out, everybody. Go check it out. It's not doing very good reviews. Dude, that's awesome. I really, I was convinced that Billy Bob Thornton died like six months ago. This is good news, dude. That is great news. So this is good He's news. Still Billy, Bob is still, Billy Bob is with us still. Um, so yeah, Moana is out. Allied is out. Allied is uh, for those of you who don't know. I believe it's Mr. and Mrs. Smith, but it takes place during World War II. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, with Brad Pitt, with one half of Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Mm-hmm. Well, um, but. That's kind of that's at least that's what the trailers made it seem to be. It's uh, him and Marianne Cotillard and Lizzie Kaplan is also. She'll be the new Mrs. Smith if the rumors are true. Heyo. And Jared Harris and 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 Matthew Good. Yeah. So there there are two limited release movies. So if you live in one of the five cities in which Jackie is playing, uh, I'm guessing like New York, L.A., Chicago. uh, Some other big. I mean, I feel like Dallas should just because you know namesake because of we're, we're you don't get this movie without that city being the setting that's right uh i'm sure i'm sure it'll open wide eventually but uh yeah that's that's limited and there boy these are a tale of two movies as well because jackie is sitting at 97 percent of the tomato meter with about 32 reviews in and the other limited release this week is man down starring shia labeouf and uh, Gary Oldman. Oh, yeah, that bad and, army movie that yeah. looked terrible. Kate Mara. Well, uh, you and eight other people uh, <laughs> have the same thoughts because it's 0 for 8 on the tomato meter sitting at a 0% currently. Oh, uh, wow. Bounce back. Only, only with eight <laughs> reviews in, but uh, they're not good reviews. But that's <laughs> every review so far. Um, Variety says it's an appallingly manipulative psychological thriller. Oh, can you read the synopsis? Because I think the synopsis is pretty solid. Uh, the synopsis from Tomatoes, Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I think because I think one or like a review says that uh, the script doesn't help shine. Like 
It's something about Shia LaBeouf's performance is like brought down by the script. He plays a Marine named Gabriel Drummer who returns home from his tour in Afghanistan. He finds the place he once called home to be no better than the battlefields he fought on overseas. Oof. No, I'm, I meant the, like, <laughs> ill-advised, you know, the plot. Oh, they don't, ha- they don't have one oh, of those. Okay, they don't have a consensus. Uh, but he is accompanied by his best friend, Devin Roberts, who is played by Jai Courtney. Oh, wow. Does that sell you he's, yet, Aaron? He's a fantastic actor. <laughs> a hard-nosed Marine whose natural instinct is to shoot first and ask questions later. It must be something with Australians. They all whisper talk, like, even when they yell. Like, he, he's, he's a whisper yeller, Jai Courtney. Well, that's how you do an American accent. <laughs> yeah, that's how you do an accent. They can't, if they talk uh, to a regular Hugh Jackman person. Jackman does American as good as any other well, Australian. He doesn't yell. He's an angel. That's right. True. Uh, so, yeah, this sounds terrible. And uh, Variety called it appallingly manipulative. So uh, I can see that. There you go. <laughs> it doesn't sound great, everybody. Two two movies you can't see, probably. One of which sounds very good. The other, which is the polar opposite, which sounds absolutely horrible. Just keep checking YouTube. Shia LaBeouf shows up there all the time, so you can skip Basic, it. It's just hanging out, ba- too. Basically divide your time between Fantastic Beasts, Doctor Strange, Arrival... Moana. No, no, that needs all of your time. What? Arrival. Oh, Arrival. Yeah, Glenn is very high on Arrival, and I do need to check it out. I mean, I out of all those movies it. you mentioned, it is the best movie. It's yeah, quite. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of desperate. I mean, I've, I've heard it's. Uh, depending on who I've talked to, I've heard that it is as good, ranging from as good to way better than Contact, which is one of my favorite sci-fi movies ever, and. Um, I'm kind of hoping it's in the realm of way better than, because uh, I've it's been a long time since we've got one of those uh, kind of like uh, smartsy sci-fi movies where it's not just space operatic stuff, uh, and it sounds like this is sort of everything I wanted, uh, which makes me sad that I'm I'm probably not going to get a chance to see it in theaters. Well, and on your birthday, instead of having your family see Rogue One, be like, no. We're going to see a ride. Surprise! (laughs) Surprise, six-year-old child who desperately wants to watch. It's your birthday, Dan. Glenn. It's your birthday. Gotta teach him young. Glenn, I can't. She was Darth Vader for for Halloween this year. She wants to see this movie. So, uh, and this is a weird, this is a weird change for her. She's, she's only, this will only be her second movie. Her first movie was Frozen. Her second movie is Star Wars. That's pretty solid. That's a really exactly. solid progression, actually. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's quite a that's quite a change. Better and compromise, I, I, go see both. <laughs> uh, that would be ideal, but <laughs> um, look, it's okay. Force Whitaker is in both of these movies. Uh, she's not going to care. But uh, there's aliens in this one. Is Darth Vader in it? No. Is there a Death Star? No. Are there droids in it? No. She doesn't care. She's, I'm, she's she's sold on this, Glenn. There are there's Female a Death leaves. Star. There's a Darth Vader. There's ATATs. She wants to go see. Star Wars, so... Dad gets kidnapped, mates a robot copy of the Queen, so that a guy can rule all of Maustam. <laughs> Glenn, Glenn is, in fact, convinced that the that this is, a, this is going to be a beat-for-beat beat reconstruction of the Great Mouse Detective. I hope it is. Solid movie, <laughs> to base off. Yeah. <laughs> There's worse I, tropes you can steal from. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, all right, uh, I think that's everything. And uh, hey, Mountain. we're we're but only two minutes over an hour, which in fact, because uh, we, we were talking to Ben before we started recording, and he said whenever I'm on the show, the show goes two hours. Save yourselves. And the last time he was on, we did in fact go just about two hours. And without Ben, we've only gone one hour. So Ben is correct. Uh, <laughs> We it's mostly because Ben and I just sit there and, and waste a lot. He's of time so loquacious. I love Ben. I I don't Ben. I don't care if if it's an extra. It's worth the extra hour if you were on, sir. That's what I say. <sighs> All right. Uh, everything we talked about this week, mostly by and large, uh, you can check out by going to cinemageekly.com and expanding outward from there. Facebook, Twitter. Google Plus, Instagram, all at Cinema Geekly, and of course the bevy of other Cinema Geekly podcasts out there. Uh, there's a bunch of them. I've already re- this is the second one I've recorded today, and I have two more to do before the day's over. So uh, I would say, like in about a 
maybe a half a day to a day and a half from now, expect just like a bunch of podcasts being posted all at once to your feed. I apologize in advance. Uh, but all of those shows, not only are they hubbed centrally at cinemageekly.com, but they're all available on iTunes and Google Play Music. Just search for them. This one you can search for just by looking uh, for Cinema Geekly. And hit subscribe. And I do believe, Jacqueline and Jillian, that your show is also available in that same feed. Um, but no, would you... I mean, because you're here right now, would you say go ahead and subscribe to the Cinema Geekly podcast? Or would you say, no, no, go searching for The Following Has Been Approved and subscribe to your feed on iTunes because you have a separate feed as well, correct? Whatever people want to do. Yes. I respect people's laziness. So whatever's easiest. Do, do both. both. We are, and we're under We Approve It on uh, iTunes. The worst that can happen is that people listen to your show twice. Right. That's, that's the worst that can happen. You can <laughs> and, listen to and, Glenn's explanation. And we have such love. short episodes that it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, so yeah, that's where you can find all of that stuff. Of course, the inf- uh, the I almost said the inf- listen to my what? <laughs> your, I was going to talk about your your love for the, the the Beauty and the Beast trailer. I did listen to that, Glenn. You like that movie, sir? Well, I'm not I, wrong. I dare say. I dare say. Um, no, uh, the email. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say the info because I was thinking of the old email that we don't use anymore. Uh, the email address is cinemageekly at gmail.com. Uh, you, too, can send in something for us to mock you about and then perhaps discuss at some point. Did we Did we not mock, Glenn, both people who sent in questions on the last episode? Uh, we mocked one of them. At least one of them. I believe Ben was rather... Was rather crass with. with oh, then he asked least. the guy to you know hit him up for a chit chat. Oh, that's right, because he thinks that he might know him. Yep. Because he was he too was from Manchester. Okay, that's a weird flat ending to the show, but casual conversation to end the podcast this week, and you can come back for more next time on another episode of the Cinema Geekly Podcast. <laughs> We'll be right back.